and welcome to Ferry Unfiltered. So, we're in episode 10, and because it's episode 10, I thought, what better way to sort of like make this milestone even better than have you back on, Laura? I'm back. And you've got a new trick. <laughs> oh, don't. Please that don't. That'll be stuck in my head. I know. If none of you get that, have you ever heard, if you type in and go in, Magical Trevor. Type in Magical Trevor. Magical Trevor is ten times as slick as the last time. Oh, God, no. And the last time you Stop saw me. him. <laughs> look at no, him don't, there. don't, don't, the don't. The people adore him. <laughs> look at him there with his leathery, leathery whip. By the way, it's not like a fetish song, by the way. It's like a cartoon about this being magician. But it goes Magical Trevor, one, two, three, four, and five. But it's, it's too catchy. Don't even look it up, because you'll hate us. It's amazing. Look it up. Just look it up. Magical Trevor. It's amazing. Look at him there in aisle two. Aisle That's two. The, where they sell the, the ragu. ragu. <laughs> See, it's like, this is so good. But that's it. You're, you're snookered now. It's going to be stuck in you. Go and, go and see it. Just go and, go and Magical Trevor, right? That's what you want to do. Anyway, welcome to episode 10. We are 10 weeks into this. I actually can't believe I'm 10 weeks into this, they want to see you. 10 weeks of editing and... I'm, there's a good few people coming next though I'm looking forward to I know the guests we've had on I have loved all the guests we've had on yeah it's been amazing to actually talk to all these people it's like it's a, I know it sounds like pure naff but it's like it's a total honour like, like you're taking like an hour out of your day to talk to me and come on this podcast mm-hmm. and I'm only just starting it I've enjoyed the people that I know as well I've loved Karen's and I love Mandy's mm-hmm They've all been good though, I've actually really enjoyed it. Because you you know them, like you actually know know the people. Yeah. But like, then you're talking to people you don't know and like and you I hear some of their stories. And inappropriate within 30 seconds. It's, oh, I know. We were sitting talking <laughs> before just it. just though, that just made me happy. We were sitting talking before it. I'm going to be professional, Chris, I'm going to be professional. 30 seconds in, she talks about me having a bobby in my mouth because she wants to buy me a bobby mug. Well, it's kind of fitting because like, you like being inappropriate anyway. You're I thought like, you were going to say it's kind of fitting because I like having a bobby in my mouth and I was going to say I definitely don't. Oh, you were telling me to muff dive the mic earlier. I know, so if you see at the corner <laughs> of the screen if you're watching this instead of listening, there's like a muff and I was like to her, like, you kept edging away and I'm like, why are you edging away? And you're like, well, I'm not, I'm not into muff diving. I thought it was quite good. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> For you it was, it was pretty funny. So, I give them um, more entertaining one of the couple. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Anyway, look at all these balloons behind us. I know. Our baby's one. I know. So, it was really Chia's birthday the other day. So, she was one on Thursday. No, I think I've calmed down now. Last week, and I was a full emotional wreck, especially when other balloons got delivered. I know. But she's, she's, she's came on so much, man. She's just a wee gem. And Sophia's amazing. So, Sophia will be four. Four in September. Just it's mental. We have a four year old and a one year old. It's actually crazy. We're responsible adults. We are responsible adults. We're responsible for two children. I know. It's crazy. But we're an amazing time. See the thing is, it's gonna lead us on to some of our subjects we're talking about tonight, Lana. Because we've been sketching out some stuff. And where do we go for where do we go now to make our girls happy? Love the beach. We do. And Sophia beach. loves the beach. I don't know which one loves it more because Lucia loves to eat the sands. Mm. 
just does. Or Sophia likes to dive in, like, the other day, we were at the beach and she dived in, she came running out and she's like, oh my god, there's a shark in there! Or how she was just lying in the water pretending she's a mermaid. No, oh, that's just true. That's all the things. But Lucia loves splashing as well. See, we decided to do this, obviously through lockdown, like, we've got the gym, the gym's shut. Still. Still. Thanks, Nicola. I know. Cheers, Nicola Sturgeon. Thanking you. But, like, the, the thing is, it's made us obviously think outside the box more, because obviously... We're a bit rude, but we think of things to go right. What can we do, and what can we do like family days? And the the first time we done it was my birthday. Yeah. And we just put them weight we suits on them. Week. We went to Presswick Beach. And that it was the best day. It wasn't even roasting or anything like that. It was just like it was quite windy, but it was just Aye. amazing. Sophia still went in up to her waist though. She I loved it, man. Loved it. She got in the car and her van. We your van, we a van family. Pretty much the whole beach to herself that day though, because the weather wasn't great. You know. And we'd done that, and it was, it was a brilliant day. It was just, we just had a ball. And we said that, we're like, we were actually going to start going to see more beaches. So we went from there, mm-hmm. and then we went to, we were supposed to go to Silver Sands, but me being me, missed the cutoff. And we ended up in Burn Island. We did. So we went to Burn Island, which was brilliant. It was actually, I didn't know what to expect. I'd never been to Burn Island. But the good thing about that is, as well, it's got that massive swing park for all the kids. Yeah. So, Danny Moe's looking for a day out. Go to Burn Island. There you go. That's like, <laughs> listen to us, we're responsible adults. We're hitting us with Mo and Dacha. I bet you're sitting in this podcast going, five minutes in. You know what I mean? And they're already talking about Mo and Dacha. Anyway, that's what we love. So we love doing that. So we went to Burn Island, and then the one we went to there was. Did we go anywhere after yeah. Burn Island? We went to Ian Lucia's birthday. Don't make me go on. I know, by the way, do you, do you know what happened? Do you know why we're yawning? I'm sorry, by the way, it's contagious. You'll end up yawning now when you're listening to this podcast. Laura says we recorded it on her phone because she had more battery and we recorded it. Although I had more battery, I did not have more memory. No, she didn't. So this is take two. I take two. too many photos and too many videos of my beautiful babies. Uh, which I don't more life. About. No, it's more life. So we've done that. So anyway, the other beach we went to the other day was um, yeah. Air Beach. But we went down the other end of the beach because it was crazy busy. Carnage. Carnage. It was just like wings jumping each other and licking each other in that swing park. I'm not like, even going in there. I didn't even get in there. Just Bet there was adults like each other. Aye, no. I, was we just, just, I was just COVID-ridden in that place. So we didn't go there and then we just went up to the beach and we just had a cracking wee day. We had the best day. It was actually really warm. It was roasting. We had been so lucky. And then we had a bounce castle day on Saturday. All my moms came. All the babies all had... Well, the babies, they're all born now. But <laughs> See if you listen to this podcast, right? And you're no party fairy fit, like, which is your dream, by the way. Um, and... <laughs> You, you're wondering she's dead balmy saying moz no, there's a reason because why is why is it called moz we are all the original moz mums and weights there you go let's, let's get that? a wee side note in about our, our class so mums and weights <laughs> is designed designed for mums and their babies who have just had their babies to get back into fitness and that's where I met my moz and mm-hmm. just uh, we've all been pals ever since Sharing a love for Prosecco and obviously we love our wins. What a pitch. What a pitch that was. That was unbelievable. You talk about not getting sponsored ads, just putting their own sponsored ads in this podcast. I know, well, I need to start from scratch when we come back, so we need to get in there somewhere. Yeah, I can't know. But anyway, so. Anyone is looking to join a mum and baby class. Or a gym. Is the like, game. Um, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Like, see, the thing is. I see from like 
it's shite what happened and shite everyone that's going through it. From a business point of view, I think it's a big reset button that we needed. Not all the time. I'd rather have the fucking gym opened, obviously. But like, and certain aspects... still be on three days a week more, rather than... Aye, nothing. Mm, aye, But shot. certain aspects of the gym, it's like a good reset button um, and it's gave you time to think and just ponder. Ponder yeah. over... What's like, going to happen next? What's going to happen next? What's going to happen schedule-wise? What do we need to do? Do we need to do this, do this? Do we want to the gym opened? But it's made you think, and if anything, I think it's made you a smarter business owner because how you how do you invest your money into certain things when you're rooked? What do you do with certain things? How do you cope in certain situations? Because it's been stressful. Yeah. It's been really get stressful. Get back to basics and get people outside by the looks of it. Well, this is the thing, right? <laughs> so we started our boot camps 10 years ago down the North Road, like you maybe heard in podcast number two. Um, but that's how they started, which is a bit... It's, it's a, I think it's like a really good way... Instead of going back to your roots and going, like, do you know what? Like, like people have spoke to me saying, "Oh, I've never done outdoor boot camps." We have, we've we've always done outdoor boot camps in the snow yeah. and the rain. Didn't make a difference. Doing boot the, camps. The and... first week back when it was raining, it was just it just made me happy. Mm-hmm. Filled my cup right up. Just getting back to what we used to do. Aye, and Loved it's it. I, I love it. Do you know what I mean, and it's it's one I mean, of the things. The online stuff's been alright, but this is. I've loved this. Online's great. It, no, it was great for the first. Good. It was great for the first while, but it, you, you lose that. So it's great and it's convenient. So see if you're doing it in the morning, it's quick, it's fast, it's done. But like you lose that social connection, and I think you need to get that social connection back, which you get with like outdoor training. Look at you. Like, you love it, man. You love being just round people and seeing people. And even when you come down on a Friday when I'm doing coffee club and you bring the girls down to the park. I'm just down there for the social You just come down for a social side because you want to meet and talk to everybody <laughs> and that's the thing. And we love it. So that's good that's come back. We've totally went off track there. We've went into like a whole pitch and fairy fit and back to the gym. But anyway, I didn't mean that. I'm just missing my gym. <laughs> we do. We totally miss the gym. So beautiful time, beautiful weekend with the girls. It was amazing. Um, I loved it. I think it's it. good we're teaching our girls that they don't need to have, we don't need to spend loads of money to have a good time. We can yeah. just get a wee pack lunch and go on adventure they love it and I love it and it's been going like different the, the, the thing about the Covid thing as well is like all the fairy trails and that have been created around different areas like it's been great because you're just going out with the kids and you're just doing stuff like that I love it I love all that we've never spent so much time in our back garden yeah and it's been great the girls are they love the outdoors proper love the outdoors Sophia's always loved being outside aye she's just giving a party dress and a pair of wellies and she's happy oh, aye she's loving the room <laughs> So talking outdoors, back to beaches, back to travelling. So mm-hmm. going back to our travelling, obviously in our last episode, what episode were you on? The last episode we were talking about Thailand, so we went and had a film moon patio on the beach and we went to Maya Bay and Pipi where they filmed The Beach. And then that's where we sort of finished, didn't we? We sort of finished in Thailand. Uh, yeah, because you had your wee Thai story. Oh, so I did. So talking about other beaches, now we went from Thailand, then we went to Vietnam. Now Vietnam... You weren't a big fan of Vietnam. I think it was just the height of my, my homesickness. And I just like hit a brick wall, especially since it rained about ninety five percent of the time we were it there. It rained a lot. Um but one of the places that I would like to keep a positive note on the podcast is Halong Bay. I actually really liked Halong Bay. Halong Bay was, was good. Stunning. Aye. It's beautiful. It was really good and we got a and boat. We stayed and we were, on a boat. Aye, that, we did stay on a boat. We did stay on a boat and we were out in the boat and they, they went like, have you been in a canoe before? Me and you were like, yeah. 
we got in a canoe and we blatantly had not been in a canoe before. We were terrible. Shocking. I think we just went round in circles. We did. We were so bad to the point where somebody had to basically help us back to the boat. <laughs> Do you know I mean? So we've done, never been on a canoe. Never been on a canoe since. <laughs> so we've done that, and then we went from there, and we went so Thailand, we Vietnam, Malaysia. Now Malaysia. I loved Malaysia. You did. You loved. What was the beach you loved? Eh, the Pantine Islands. Oh, Amazing. Amazing. I loved the Pantine. Pantine Islands were just one of the places. Remember when we first got there, though? I don't. I don't think it was well or something like that. Or it was just a dodgy boat, and then you had to spend about three hours walking up and down the beach trying to find somewhere to stay. Was it no you? Because I knocked my back out. Eh? No. Eh. Um. I remember sitting waiting for you finding. Oh, you oh no! Was it you that wasn't well? Was it? Was it the other way about? Basically, one is it knocked her back out. I think this it, was ten years ago, but a wee bit um, must have been minor details. And um, we couldn't do it. So one is it to sit on the beach, and the other one had to hunt up and down the beach. Now the thing we Parentine Islands. There you go. We got cut off. We're just reminding ourselves who we were. We were at the Parentine Islands. Okay, so we found a place to stay. Now, and there's a jungle in the middle. There's a jungle in the middle of this island. We didn't find a place to stay straight away because the first night we got there, we got there, and then we went to book a hotel, book a room, and they said, you can only book a room when somebody leaves. Did you not uh, find us the fancier hotel? It was me that wasn't well. And You'd... you went and found us the, the expensive one, yes. which was probably a 10 night or something Aye. like that. And it was really nice, but the, the guy says to me, I can give you the room for one night. And I says, right, I'll take it. He says, the next day though, you need to get up first thing in the morning, like seven in the morning when the boat's leaving, and you need to run up and down this island and you need to find like a hotel because you need to see people checking out. So your back was away. I got all the bags down the stairs, put them down, got up, ran up the other end of the beach and I seen two boys coming out and I was like, ah, is that you's leaving? And they were like, aye. And I, I turned and around and there was a wee, the wee guy for the, the wee guy for like the huts was there. I'm like, is that them three? And he went, well, actually, and I went, they're giving the money. Because the boys had already told me how much it was a night. And I said, was it two nights or something? I was like, there's two nights money. Because everywhere you go in Asia, you need to haggle. Aye, and the guy's like, eh, eh. And I think I gave him like a pound extra just to make sure I got it. And he was like, yes, that's yours. And we got it. And then I went down, got the bags, dragged them up. And then we went to there. Yeah, I mean, it's all about your drama for somebody to stay, but... It was a beautiful place. I, I mean, so when we're talking about beaches, this, when it seemed the, the morning, they'd all go out fishing and they'd come back about 10, 11 and they would actually come out with like, it was like clear bags, like bin bags and you could see what they had and that's when they had and that's the, what you're getting for your Aye, it was whatever they caught that day, that's what we were getting. So maybe we got shark, blue lobster. Mm-hmm. We'd hunters and stuff, man. It was just amazing. If you don't I like get, seafood... That's the first place I tried lobster. If you don't like seafood, you're pretty fucked. Yeah, pretty much. Aye, I mean you would be pretty stupid. If you could not survive, you could just need to eat like banana leaves or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> a coconut shell. No, I mean so. I I mean it was brilliant and it was one of the places. It's just an amazing experience. So Malaysia was one of the type of places. Well, you went to like we're talking about obviously beaches. One thing I loved in the Asia in Malaysia, sorry, was the you went Parenthian Island and then we got to go to like Tamanagara, we got to go to the jungle. And the rainforest. And the rainforest. Was it rainforest? Does it count as a rainforest? For viewers, we'll say a rainforest. Yeah. But um, I would say it was a rainforest. It was amazing. I loved that. So we got there. We le- learned all about the trees and mm-hmm. nature things. nature things. <laughs> went down a 
river and a boat. And we were in a bat cave. We're in a bat cave, think we were sliding up and doing it, but it wasn't it? It was batship we were sliding up and doing. That was disgusting. Disgusting. But it was an experience though. We went to there and then like, we went to like went from that point and then we went Malaysia there and then you went, we went to like Kuala Lumpur, which is just a big city. It was just it wants to be America. It wants to be America. I mean it's got like all your random American chains. And Kenny Rogers? Kenny Rogers chicken bar. Weird. <laughs> but we went from there and we went to We went to Singapore. Singapore. And that was our first experience at a hostel. Yeah. It was a sixteen person dorm. It was immaculate though, it was a beautiful hostel. It was beautiful, but sixteen people in a dorm was right, smelly. It was, it was quite smelly, aye. Yeah, I mean, so we went from that, and I also had my first, uh, when I was going for a shower, and I had uh, met a transvestite in the shower. Not in the shower, naked, she, he, she had a towel wrapped around, and all yeah, that. so it confused you a bit? Totally confused me, because it was at like seven in the morning, six in the morning, we were getting ready to go for a bus, and I'd went in, and I was like, she went in the wrong showers. And I came back out, and I looked, and I was like, no, I just say guys. And I went in, and they were absolute lovely person, because he let me skip them, you know what I mean? But, um... It was all cubicles, by the way. And I mean, and we done that. So we went from there. Just to clarify. Just to clarify, we didn't share a shower. Although I've no problem sharing a shower with a transvestite, I suppose, but as long as I'm not getting up to anything. Anyway, we went from there and then we went to... Australia. Australia. So we went to Australia and we went to Cairns. What was that wee song? I was going to burst into Manic Street Peaches, Australia, but then I forgot how to sing it. So I then realised as I opened my mouth, that I couldn't... You just sounded like a jingle for Australia. That's <laughs> it. I'm just going to my jingle writing. We went to Australia and we started in Cairns. Cairns is class. It's like beachy, city, very laid backy city place. And I expected an actual beach and there wasn't a beach. It was no. just a lagoon. Remember I... it was a lagoon and they told you to stay away from it because there was crocodiles? It's true. That's what made you feel you were like right um... in Australia. Uh, that's where we done our scuba dive. No, we didn't go any scuba dive because you like to be able to touch the bottom. I don't like We you. went snorkelling in the Great Barrier Reef. We went snorkelling. If my feet can't touch the water, I'm not interested. We done that. Yeah. We, we seen whales though. Ah, hey. So, I mean, it was that brilliant. That was amazing. We went from there and then we went down the east coast of Australia. Yeah. Um, we done the Whitsundays. Because we had the shows between the Whitsundays and Fraser Island because we were too skint to do both. Yes. So we went to the Whitsundays <laughs> and when you walk in the Whitsundays sand, it is like walking on flour. Because it's silica. It's made of silica, so it's cold. There you go. Random fact. I paid Laura. attention. She paid attention. <laughs> I played football on the beach. See when I played Just football on the beach. play football. Again, she's building my confidence. But you can't. I can't, I'm terrible. I played rugby. But when I was playing, they all assumed that I'd be good because they're like, oh, Scottish people all play football. Then obviously was, never watched the World Cup. I know. And then <laughs> there was me, who was awful. Um, so we played that. Great laugh, but I'm yawning because it's a take four. Take, take five. Take five, man. God's sake, Laura. Don't make me yawn. I know. But Can anyway, we went we went there and we went and played, they played uh, football on the beach and we'd done stuff like that. Australia was great. I mean, I loved it. I, I didn't actually feel like I was in Australia until we went to like Brisbane and everything like that. We stayed in Brisbane. I didn't feel like I was in Australia until I hit like Sydney though. The minute I was going over the, the bus on the, Aye, the bridge. I nearly wet my pants. Aye, and you seen the opera house and everything like that. I was just like, this is amazing. I mean, it was just one of the things. Aye, you're just you're either a Sydney or a Melbourne fan and I was over Sydney. Aye. And the wee... In Newtown, it had all the good Thai food and 
again back to beaches we went I loved um not Bondi Beach, the one man Manly. Mm-hmm. Manly. I liked Manly. Ah, it was great and like we worked in Australia like so when we went to Sydney, who did you work for Laura? I worked for PhD. Shorts with a supplement company. I was dead random. Although I didn't even even have a clue what I was selling. No. But not a clue. I worked in a factory that was getting stuff delivered from Europe for the airport. Now I and I was working with an Irish guy, a guy from Chile, and an English guy, and we got a pallet in, and they were laughing, and it was all whiskey, and they went, "Oh, I wonder if you know where this is from? Is it from near you?" And I looked at it, and it was it was from Bell's Hill. It was like a pallet for Bell's Hill Industrial Estate. Where? Grants or something? There was no grants. Was, was was that done Bell's Hill Industrial Estate? Aye. So it was a pallet for Bell's Hill Industrial Estate, right? And I was like... How did I not know this story? I don't know. But I was like, that is random. You think I'm making this up? It's just a real story. And I was like, oh, that, that's actually my hometown. And they're like, oh, Bells. Bells Hill. Oh, is that like all oh, hills and like really nice greenery and all that stuff? And I'm like, no, it's a shite home. By the way, I don't even think I've seen whiskey the whole time we're in Australia. We've always seen was Goon. Goon. Goon boxes of wine. Goon and beer. Goon and beer. <laughs> I love the thing in Australia that you could just put your bottle in and it just throws it straight away. Oh, that was amazing. That was class. Oh, I would love one of them in the house. They were really good, man. Do you think they're there? I don't know. You're in the furlough, you're not getting anything like that, you know. <laughs> but... That would be great for them, wasn't it? But it was great. So we done that. Um, we done Australia. It was great like that. I, I really, really enjoyed it. We went from there, we went to Melbourne, we seen Melbourne. There was I, no I beach. really like Melbourne. Was there any beaches? No. No, Melbourne, remember we were there right before Christmas though, and it had all the the Christmas decorations in the window. Mm-hmm. And we went to Ramsey Street. We went to Neighbours Night. We went to Neighbours Night. I met Dr. Carroll. That's what we did. That was right. I totally forgot about that. Aye, so we done that, and then... This is what all backpackers do, by You do, by the way, that's so what happens. Anybody that we know that went backpacking... Met Dr. Carroll. <laughs> and Paul Robinson. <laughs> so it was. Who were in a band? So they were. Or they were, I don't know. If I don't know if they're in a band anymore. I don't even, is it still even on TV? Couldn't tell you. No problem. So we went from there. We were in Melbourne and then from Melbourne we went to. In New Zealand. I love New Zealand. We love New Zealand. Now our whole New Zealand trip was basically around Billy Connolly's tour of New Zealand. Yeah. That is literally how we figured out. I we watched we videos going. when we stayed in Gales and Brisbane. Aye. And that that's for there we decided all the places where we're gonna go. Aye, that's literally what we done. So we ends up we went all about New Zealand. Everybody um, else read Lonely Planet Guides and we watched TV. Oh we didn't. <laughs> we just done that. I, I just I love New Zealand and I just love its culture. I love the fact that every time you stop at the bus it's like a sign in New Zealand. everyone's in uh, like Maori. And then underneath it's in English. And then just some of the places we went to just looked like oil paintings. Like they were just like, see that, that beach we went to? It was just mental. I loved uh, Lake Tecapo that was like being in a painting. Oh. We were only there for the day because there was like, nothing to do. But it was the most beautiful place I've ever been. So from beaches to like these type of places, they were just brilliant. Like the one we were walking through and it was just, it was all weeds, but... It didn't look like weeds, it looked like flowers everywhere. Aye, that one. Mm-hmm. That's the one. See, there you go. She's got a really good memory. But obviously moving from beaches... T- or Lake Tekapo. Or- Tekapo. I'll just go with my own pronunciation. 
I Probably I'm, I'm not even seeing it right. We went to, we done extreme sports and... Yeah. I, I went travelling mainly to do a skydive. I mean, I could do it in St Andrews or whatever, but... Yeah, it's totally different. <laughs> Doing it in Queenstown was the best experience in my whole travelling. I loved the skydive. I loved it as well. It was... I loved it. I was your shit videos, feared it. Your video says very different. My video says very different, but my video says very different. Laura's video of her doing a bungee jump shows a lot of Laura. And nobody will ever see that because we didn't buy it. <laughs> so we did the skydive, right? We get, we get rained off, we get winded off and rained off, whatever it was, so many times. Laura was in a rager. Because I, I really thought it wasn't going to happen. And, and that's all I wanted to do. We finally got it. Yeah. And it was brilliant. Oh, it was the best experience. I loved it. I love the fact that, like, the thing I always remember is, I just, the minute they open the door, you're like, fuck. I'm going to have to jump out of this plane. I wasn't thinking that. I was just so excited. I just had this weird guy. I, I just sit in his lap. That, what exactly what you've said, though, is what your video says, because all the way down, you're like... <gasps> I did. I did. Because I was like, oh my God. But the, see, when the parachute opened, I was like, I'm not going to die anymore. Aye, because then you're just floating above the mountains. Floating above, and you're like, this is fun. And then they stopped taking pictures at that point. So you don't get any of the enjoyable pictures. I got all the nice pictures. You got all the nice pictures. The one I, like, I loved uh, I loved the bungee jump. That was my thing. I loved that. The bungee jump was the scariest experience of my life. So, we done this bungee jump, right? And it was, where was it again? Lake Tapple. Lake Tapple. Where Jamie stayed. My mate Jamie stayed there. Now, we done this bungee jump. There's the highest water touch bungee jump in the world so anyway we've done it's maybe this maybe changed now it's probably something uh, it's else probably it's probably something in like Dubai fucking Vegas or Dubai <laughs> or something but we've done this and it was great but, so there's two of us was up there and there was a couple up there that were from China so they were on the platform with us and the Chinese girl was first so she got to the edge now they, they buckle up your ankles before you go down and she's so the, the reason why I was terrified well they buckled up her ankles right and they sort of like you shuffle over like your, your trousers or your ankles going to get fine toilet paper and you're like shuffling away anyway she shuffles over at the edge and she does what normal people would do she looks down and she looked up at the guy and she was like eh eh no 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 a better impression right and the guy just went three two one and pushed her off the edge and she no. screamed all the way down, but she was upright, like her head was up the way. I was shell shocked. All the way down, and then when the bungee cord went, pow, pow, she just went. Doof. Her poor boyfriend was more terrified. Oh, than it me. was hilarious, man! He just sat there like I'm actually going to die, and then he went next, and again he was like didn't get a choice. I don't know if he booted him off the edge that time because he was just like doubting it too much. The guy obviously was a proper kiwi and was just like I'm gonna actually care. Then you went, Laura. It was so funny. You're just shaking your head. You need to tell them what happened. I well, I was terrified doing the full thing anyway. And then once I done mine and Chris done his, we went to see our lovely photos that we were to get. And my bum was out in all the pictures in the video. It was so funny because we were all standing waiting to see these pictures. Now he says Laura's arse on this like 50 inch screen. With all these multinational people looking at my bum. It was. I'm glad nobody knew me. <laughs> <laughs> but it was brilliant and that was the thing I loved about New Zealand I just I just loved the I just loved the place I just loved it so I we, loved it just, we, just because there's so much to do I mean if, if we had like endless money we would have been able to do so much more. oh honestly stuff there's, like, there was so much to do there and we met so many amazing people as well we met Ed 
Aye. And we met Andy and Helen, mainly Andy and Helen, who are still our friends. We're still our best mates. I we still and meet up still with them. Talk to them all the time. They've got three they've, bambinos now. Three babies now. Three babies now. But oh, they're great. They're such a great couple. And we met them in a supermarket, and we were in the same bus. And obviously, me and Laura had some cracking tans when we were away. And we were on the bus, and Andy says to Helen, "I think, I think they're Scottish." And Helen's like, no, they're Italian. And what you call it? And she was like, he's like, why? He's got, a, he's got an Italian flag in his bag and he's also got a Scottish one. But I'd had flag, I had flags everywhere, everywhere we went. I had flags sewn in my bag. Yeah. And um, he was like, mm, I don't know. And Helen's like, no, no, they're Italian. And then we were in the, we were doing one of the aisles and Andy heard me going, fucking £10 for a bottle of lime brew. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. And then he came in the <laughs> corner and went, you're blatantly not Italian. And I was like, no, I'm not. No, I mean, but it was very expensive for that. But I, that's how we met them. Yeah. And we've stayed friends ever since. And we only met each other for like a few days. We went and uh, went to World Bar and we had a wee cocktail night in World Bar. And we went to that spa, that natural spa. Mm-hmm. And then we slept in. If you know Laura and I, we don't. There's no sleeping in. We're just late for everything. And the bus was leaving, and we'd slept in that morning. And we had to run for this bus. It was taking us to our next place, and it was me running out in my boxers. We had to push my mouth and my like, ah, Please don't go without us. Just give us five right. minutes. Helen says that's one of our, our biggest memories. <laughs> and I'm ah oh, fuck. And we're just having to run in. And it just we just crammed our bag. By that point, we were like pros at packing our bag. So it was like, and then we just were off. Aye, we knew how to pack rapidly. Aye, so it was good, That's man. That's how I always pack last minute now, because we know how to do it so Aye, we're really good at it. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's where we are, man. That's where we're on our travelling. Laura, I'm going to tell a, a, a beautiful love story at the end of this episode. What I'm about not tra- me and you? No, I know about me and you. Because it's nearly our anniversary. It's nearly our anniversary. <laughs> but, uh, no, I know about me and you. We could probably make it about me and you, but it's not about me and you. But um, I'll not tell it now, because I was just going to say, how, how do you find these, how you find the podcasts? I'm loving them. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. I love the ones, eh, the people that I know. I loved Karen's and I loved Mandy's. Um, there's a good few good ones coming that you've already done. I know. It's been great. I, I'm loving just talking to all these people, but like it's, I think it's just one of the ones. It, it fills your cup up after them because you're just sitting like, fucking hell, man. That's like when you hear how where they've been and where they're now and what and they're how doing. Everybody loves pineapple on a pizza. Too many people have pineapple on a pizza. <laughs> Far too many people are paying up on a pizza. I just don't get it. I don't get it at all. I don't get it either. No. All these people like Domino's. I don't get Domino's. <laughs> Can you Domino's wankers? I mean, but anyway, I'm enjoying them. I'm glad you're enjoying them. It's like I mean, ten weeks. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you pushed me to do them. But to be honest with you, know what I mean, because I was I was fine about for quite a wee while. So Lisa glad. helped you as well. Though. Lisa, Lisa did help me. Aye, uh, Lisa was good. Like Lisa for Brown the Brave, she gave me a good. Shovely, she cut her intro and all that, and just mm-hmm. so I, was, I didn't have an excuse. And then, if you ever seen before I done the podcast, there, there was I was I went a, I went a cycle, didn't I? I went a cycle, and I was up Chatelaro, and I was totally doubting doing it. And I'd met a wee boy up there, and he was he was with his mum, and it was him, his big brother, and his mum, and they were at a walk, and he was in his what do you call them balance bikes, and he was belting up and down, and he's like, oh hi, yeah, I was like, oh hi. And he's like, what's your name? And I was like, Chris. Uh, and what was his name again? Oliver. Oliver. That's right, so it was. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm Oliver. And I was like, all right, nice to meet you. And he's like, Chris. And I was like, what? And he goes, I'm scared of nothing. 
And I was like, really? He said, nah, not even a dinosaur. <laughs> and I was like... That's so cute. It was too cute. And I was sitting there and I was like, oh, I fucking need to be like Oliver, man. And it ends up, that's what totally gave me a boost to actually post that day and saying, I'm actually going to do a podcast and that's what I'm going to do. And I had no backing, backing from then because it was Oliver. Alright, so like, this podcast is all about Oliver? Oliver and his dinosaur. Mm-hmm. We all went travelling, called the pie in the sky. You this all went podcast travelling. is all about Oliver. We did, so, Mammy, Mammy, Jim, we were at my mum and dad's back garden, and that's what he says to me. Um, I told him about I was going to go backpacking, and he went, Ferry, it's fucking pie in the sky, mate. He's like, shut up. But we were all, we were having a good scoop that night. And anyway, look, Jim's one of my best mates, and it's still to this day, and that's what I, I wrote my journal. And I wrote a journal all the time I was travelling and we called it as All Pie in the Sky. Thanks, Jim. You're an inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we've done that. We recorded the whole journal. We should maybe read some passages for at one point. Maybe do like... I'm once... actually really glad that you've done it because I can't remember half the things that we've done. No. Just so because we've it's all... so long ago now. We've obviously skimmed through it all but there's some really good stories in there but we just didn't want to bore you with everything. Mm-hmm. We'll bore them now with our story. Alright, go on, go on, maybe. It's been a while since you've done this. I know, I know. Right, where are we? That's very yeah. good. It is. So, <laughs> I've actually got it under a section in my iPad called Stories. Now, Laura, see, with this, I had to change the name of people because I, I'm... I'm not very. Couldn't I couldn't read their names, yeah, and I'm not going to lie, and I wouldn't want to offend anybody. So this is a New Zealand love story turned Scottish, mm-hmm. right? Now you guys are helping me with my reading out loud skills because I would like to do. It's on my list. You know this. There's no denying it. I'd love to do public speaking one day, mm-hmm. but like purely like motivation speaking, but no life coach because most life coaches are wanks. But like I'd like to be like And also do CBB's bedtime stories Oh so yes So this is a massive <laughs> thing in my life My thing is One day I'd love to do a CBB's bedtime story Because if Joe Wicks can do it Then I can do it Ellie Fisher was on it today again mm. Tom Hardy's good on it It is random though Because he's like When he's the, Like the Cree brothers And the, now he's reading bedtime stories Aye but they've got the, the guy for um, Queen of the Stone Age You know that do that And that's I quite like it. So, there you go. Right, anyway, New Zealand love story, right? So, the reason I'm telling this love story is we, before we were going backpacking, no, when we were backpacking, late Laura says, our, our skydiving constantly get called off and we ran about with a guy called Ed, right? So, big Ed, big Irish Ed. And Laura was in a Who stinker. in New Zealand and eight days or something. Eight days or something. He battled throughout, right? <laughs> it was incredible. Um, he, one day, we... We're going, to, we're going to walk and Laura didn't want to go because she was in a rager because we weren't going to go skydiving so she didn't want to talk to anybody so she went to be alone to read fucking Twilight Twilight because that's what everybody that's was reading at the time mm. so me and Ed walked up this hill and it, this story was at the top of the hill when you looked onto the lake and this is what it was all about and I came back down that night and you were in a rager and I I'm actually quite regret being in a rager right now because I wish I'd done the walk I see and I came back down and I told you this story didn't I yeah. And it cheered you up a wee bit. Well, the skydive that we actually done eventually cheered me up. <laughs> but the reason she was more happy was because of the story, ladies and gentlemen. Right, so, are you ready? Sit back, relax, and listen to the sound of my voice. Back to your hypnotherapy days. Fucking pointless. Are you learning for Matthew McConaughey? Matthew McConaughey. By the way, fucking guy can tell a good bedtime story. I've got that cam up and... 
put me to sleep. You know what I mean? So, anyway, okay, here we go. Take 564. Yes. <laughs> In the hinderlands of Otago, a beautiful, absolute Roger of a woman named Maggie was eagerly sought after by all the young men. But she was jealously guarded by her dad, the chief, who had set the bar high for any future husband for his wee lassie. Among these potential son-in-laws was a young man named Jimmy. He loved Maggie, and she equally fancied the pants off of him. But her father kept him apart, as Jimmy was a bit of a bum and enjoyed a few tenant supers. Now, one night Maggie was stolen by, again, it said a monster's name. I couldn't pronounce it, so we're going with Big Bobby. <laughs> so Big Bobby the Giant came, he scooped her out of her out of her own bed and he carried her away to his home in the mountains. Mag- she get scooped up by a big Bobby? No, I haven't really thought this through, have I? <laughs> we're going with this. Maggie's dad promised Jimmy that if he succeeded in rescuing her, uh, rescuing his daughter, he would not stand in the way of marrying her. Look, Jimmy, I will give you and pay for a free bar at your wedding with all the sausage rolls you want if you rescue her. Again, I did that in for dramatic effect. Fortunately, Jimmy had heard that when hot wind, north winds blew, it meant that Big Bobby was sleeping, or he was farting extremely loudly and strongly. That made that was me just adding to try and be funny. He didn't find it funny, it's okay. When the winds blew in that direction, Jimmy sent out in search for the giant. As he drew nearer, he heard Maggie, she was not the most quiet of women, <laughs> crying away. So he ran to where she was in prison. Jimmy found Maggie tied up to the sleeping giant at first he was raging, as he never got to do that stuff with her, and realised that she wasn't being kinky, she was merely tied up. The giant <laughs> the giant was mental, and... The giant was mental? Did it something in it? I know, it was trying to be more dramatic. The giant was mental, and the magical cord was made of the skin of a two-headed dog that could not be broken. I know. That is dramatic. That is very dramatic. Jimmy tried to saw the cord with his knife, but he didn't even make a dent in it. Maggie begged Jimmy to go, fearing the giant would wake up and kill him. When Jimmy refused to leave her, Maggie started to greet again, but this time her tears and snorters dropped onto the cord and dissolved him suddenly. Then she was free. I know. When they arrived home, Maggie's dad was truly... (laughs) It was true to his word. He was slightly raging because Jimmy was a wee bit of a fud. But anyway, <laughs> the couple married, had an absolute bomb, and had loads of sausage rolls and free poos. Jimmy could not forget the threat that hung over their lives, though. He knew that his wife or any woman in the tribe would not be safe while this giant was still kicking about. Jimmy waited until the north winds blew again and he set off in search for the giant. He found the giant sleeping and snoring soundly in his bed of bracken. So, creeping quietly around him, Jimmy, the wee mad he is, set the fire to the he set a fire to the dried bracken. The smoke drifted across the giant's body, and the flames roared by his side. Before he could wake up from his kip, 
the giant suffocated in the smoke. His body sank deeper and deeper into the earth until it made a vast gully many miles in length and thousands of feet deep. His whole body was consumed and reduced to ash except from his heart, which continued to beat strongly in its narrow tomb. The wind stopped and the rain began to fall like cats and dogs. It wasn't that fine rain that gets you pure soaking wet. <laughs> it was that pure heavy rain that filled the gully. The heat from the fire also melted the snow from the mountains and that also fell into the gully. Soon it was filled to the brim and since remained a massive lake, which can be viewed from above. Now, when it's viewed from above, it takes the shape of a giant who's brought his knees up to his chest and laying stretched along the ground. It is believed that the daily rising and falling of the lake is an attribute to the giant's still beating heart. I know. See on the way through that, I, I feel for the, I feel for the giant. I think he's just a bit lonely. I think he was lonely. Wanted a pal, Jimmy. I think's a dick. I mean, he could have sailed it a wee bit better than that. I mean, I don't think he needed to set him on fire, which no, is slightly concerning more. because I think Jimmy it sounds like a bit of a psychopath. An arsonist. Hmm. I'm an absolute psychopath. So there you go. That was us ending episode ten. That was a nice wee story. Thanks very much. I've done this very well, this one. I know I've not done stories for a wee while. Somebody wrote in that in the reviews and said that they really enjoyed the um, the storytelling. So I thought, you know what, let's bring back a story for episode ten. So guys, thank you for bearing with us with all our um, cuts and things like that. But at the end of the day, they're not going to notice that though. Yeah, so but they're still practicing. Mm. I'd like to thank Laura for joining me on Fairy Unfiltered. And from having my very full phone. Which kept cutting us out. Yes. But um, thank you very much. You're very welcome. You can I come on know. again. I'll maybe let Am you on allowed? again. I'll maybe let you on again. We'll see. I, I, I know. We'll get you on. We'll see what they say. We'll see how your views do. You know what I mean? I'll see if anybody actually wants to listen to me again. If it bombs, you're not getting back on. <laughs> no, but thank you very much. And thank you for supporting me. Always. See, what a life. What a mouth. Anyway, thank you very much, guys. That was episode 10 of Fairy Unfiltered. We'll be back again with episode 11 and 12. We've already got the guests lined up. I can't wait for you to meet them. One's already been done. It's in the bag. It just needs edited. But thank you very much, and I'll see you soon. Bye.